Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pardon My Pancreas. My name is Matt Vandevecht, and I'm a certified trainer and nutritionist, one of your hosts today, and the other host is Ali Abdul Karim. He is a social media influencer, an incredible guy, and we are both type 1 diabetics here to share our knowledge and experiences with you. We occasionally interview people that are very knowledgeable in the diabetic world, sometimes doctors, sometimes influencers, people living with it. And this episode is brought to you by FTF Warrior, an online health coaching company for diabetics. And we will go further by saying this is not medical advice in any manner. We are not doctors. We will never be doctors. And nothing said on this podcast is meant to replace your doctor's order. So consult your doctors before you make changes. Without any further ado, let's get into... All right. Welcome to Pardon My Pancreas Podcast. Today, we have Marie online. She's going to chat with us about looping and how incredible it is. And uh, tell us a bit about her story as well. So welcome, Marie. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. I know we tried to do it over Instagram Live at first, but I'm glad we can do this again. Oh, man, we tried so hard. I was unaware that my microphone was making screaming sounds on the Instagram Live. Yeah, I know. My face during the Instagram Live, I was like, oh, no, pure panic. <laughs> yeah, super excited to talk about Loop and everything else. Awesome. Okay, so first, can we hear a little bit about you? Um, maybe start off with you know where you're from, some basic stuff, and then jump into your diagnosis story. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Marie. I am 23. I just graduated college. Um, I live in Texas um, and I love running. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> maybe we should edit that out. <laughs> Again, <help. laughs> no worries. No, you're doing perfect. What, what um, do we need to know? What do I talk about? What do I segue into? <laughs> um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your diagnosis? So at what age were oh, you diagnosed? Right. What was that like? Okay. Okay, sweet. So I'll start over. Okay. I'm Marie. I'm 23. I just graduated college and I was born and raised in Texas. Um, I was diagnosed when I was four. Um, and my diagnosis story was pretty wild. Um, both of my parents are in the medical field and they pretty much knew all the signs and symptoms and they were able to get me to the emergency room pretty quickly. Um, they even checked my blood sugar with my grandma's glucometer before we went to the ER. So um, she was a type two diabetic, but that was crazy. And I'm super thankful for their knowledge. Um, yeah. And so I've been living with type one for 19 years. Wow. That's incredible. And I know we talked about briefly last time how, you know, I had a similar story with my parents being in the medical field and being like, oh, something's wrong. You should go to the hospital. And uh, how thankful we are to have that resource in our parents. You know, where they knew what was going on. They knew we should probably get checked out because some people go on for long periods of time not knowing about that. And it can be very dangerous. Right. And that's so fascinating to me, like parents with no like medical background or anything like you don't know what's wrong with your kid. And I'm sure there's like extreme guilt that comes along with that. Um, if they're just feeling bad in any way. So that's a whole other <laughs> story topic. Oh yeah. yeah, I know. Um, so having been, having been diagnosed uh, at such a young age, well, can you tell us about that growing up with diabetes? Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember life without it at all. 
um, which is weird, but I mean, obviously I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, cause I know you were diagnosed as a late teenager, right? Like in college. So that, mm-hmm. that just sounds super difficult for me to like live your life one way and then have to change it. But I've seen so many examples of people that are just super badass when it comes to just taking it in stride, you know? Um, so yeah, um, my parents did a really good job of making sure that I didn't hide my diabetes, um, but also like never used it as an excuse. And that's crazy. Like, I don't even know how they did that, but I'm super thankful for that as well. Okay. So speaking about taking diabetes in stride, you're a marathon runner. Tell us about that exciting experience that is just absolutely incredible, if we're being honest. That's a huge feat to accomplish. (laughs) Thank you so much. I still can't believe it sometimes. Um, So I got to run the New York City Marathon as part of a charity team with Beyond Type 1. So it was a group of about 20 of us that got to run it, and it was super incredible. We got to communicate through social media um, and talk about training and strategy and the support there was super amazing. And once we got to unite in New York, it was just, it was the greatest. (laughs) But in terms of diabetes and training, um, I have run since I was 12 and my dad runs with me. He, he taught me to run, (laughs) but he would carry my glucose gels and just always safety was like the top priority. Um, and so yeah, I just, wait, I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. This is so bad. Oh, <laughs> oh you're doing awesome. Um, Maybe I haven't recovered from my low. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know we were both talking before this about how like we're hesitant to jump on the podcast because we're kind of creeping with lower blood sugars, but uh, we're back in range. At least I think we are. I hope you're in range. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, but. Um, I'm just nervous. Okay. Yeah. But with the marathon, I I know I watched a few of you guys on social media leading up to it and then meeting at the marathon was so cool seeing that huge group with Beyond Type 1, just you guys being total badasses, running a marathon with type 1 diabetes, just refusing to back down. It was so cool to watch that. Yeah, and I think um, the mental aspect of training was really hard, like even though we had support with one another when I arrived in New York, I was not ready. Um, and I think I mentioned to you, like I had run 16 miles. That was the farthest distance. And the full marathon is 26.2 miles. Um, I was so nervous, but I think having the support of the community, um, as we fundraised for beyond type one and seeing people's messages to me and the fact that they donated their own money, like on behalf of my race, that is what got me through it. Um, and yeah, that was just super incredible. That's awesome. And I know that you mentioned that during that marathon, you were also looping, which leads us into our topic of today, looping and how that works, what it is and all this kind of stuff. So tell me how, uh, looping was part of your marathon experience. Right. Okay. So I will kind of start at the beginning. Um, I was on shots probably until about age 12, And then I switched to the Omnipod uh, and I was on that for probably almost 10 years. And so then I saw this thing online and people were talking about looping, like do it yourself looping. Um, 
And I was like, what in the world is that? Like, is that even safe? Is that something I should try? Uh, and I saw several people doing it. And like um, Neil Greathouse, the Beaties, he's incredible, but oh, he yeah. kind of inspired me oh, to do it. So what looping is, is basically, like I said, a do-it-yourself closed loop system. And so you get an old Medtronic pump and you get to use like your Dexcom um, and your phone. Basically, you can bolus from your phone and it adjusts your basal rate automatically. Wow. Yeah. You can kind of compare it to like Medtronic 670G. Um, It's adjusting your basals and like giving you more insulin if you're high and less, of course, if you're going low. Yeah. So with you said you have to use that specific Medtronic pump. Is that the only pump that works for looping? Yeah, yeah. There are several different versions. Um, and if you just Google loop docs, like D-O-C-S, that will give you a plethora of information. Um, and so that was the hardest part for me was finding a pump. And I found it on like a buy, sell, trade website. And yeah, but a lot of people I've seen them get it from like their endo. They have old pumps lying around or even like JDRF. I've seen people like ask their local chapters um, or even just like friends that have had diabetes like in the 90s. Those people have the pumps lying around. Wow. So it's, it's just a matter of finding the right pump and then getting it set up. Or is that something you can find online? I know you mentioned loop docs. What's that all about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the instructions are super, super thorough, and they're all online, um, and you just, yeah, you basically just follow them. So you also need a Riley link, and you can order that online. Um, What's the Riley yeah, link? Basically, yeah, it allows your phone to talk to your pump. Um, it's basically like a little converter of the signal, and okay. so, yeah. So if I'm trying to like map this out in my head, you have your Medtronic pump, which is obviously connected to you as a diabetic. Uh, and then you have the Riley link, which allows the pump to connect to your phone. So it's the three pieces that work together. Like the pump, the Riley yeah, link, and your, your CGM. Phone. Oh, and your CGM, right. And does that work with any CGM or is it just one of them? So I feel like most people choose to loop because you can use the Dexcom, but I have seen people looping with the Libre. So you can use that as well. Wow. And how does that work with the Libre? Do you have to have the additional piece? for the constant reading? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. And uh, mm -hmm. so why would you choose to use uh, like the looping algorithm instead of a commercial hybrid closed loop system, like with the Medtronic? Right. So at first I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to give up Omnipod. Like this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to test this out. And I was like, hey, if I have the resources to be able to test this, I can stop at any point. Like if it's terrible, I won't use it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the appeal to me was definitely a Dexcom because um, I love them and I've been with them since like the beginning. And also the fact that you can change your target blood glucose. So I can set mine like at 80, which sounds low, but I know I've mentioned to you that I'll wake up like around 90 most days. Wow. That must be an amazing thing just to know that you're going to wake up in range <laughs> every day. Yeah, it is a huge relief. Um, and I know you're using Basal IQ, right? Which I am. Yeah. Should so, help you, right? So Basal IQ helps, helps me as well. Since I don't have, I guess I'll explain my version of it. Basal IQ mm -hmm. is Dexcom working with tandem insulin pump. And that allows you to uh, 
in the background, the pump shuts off insulin. If the Dexcom notices you're going to go low within 30 minutes and low being below the threshold of 80. Um, and so it keeps me from going low at night, which means since I've had basal IQ, I've been sleeping the whole night, <laughs> which is kind of new, honestly. Like I used to wake up low in the middle of the night all the time. And, uh, you know, before Dexcom even it was just you wake up in a pool of sweat and you're like, oh, OK, I need juice boxes and you just got to deal with it. But, yeah, being able to sleep is awesome. And so for me, as long as I get it in range when I'm going to bed, I wake up in range. But the thing that I don't have that you'd have is mine does not correct highs. And so if I go to bed with a high blood sugar, I'm staying there. <laughs> Whereas you have looping, okay. which obviously yeah. is a closed loop, but I know Tandem's working on getting that algorithm out to us so that we have something comparable to the the looping system. So um, if you, let's say you were to go to bed and just let's hypothetically, you were at 200 when you went to bed, would you still wake up at 90? I mean, there's a lot of factors, right? Like, but the short answer is yes. Um, and I think it depends on like, your insulin sensitivity, like if I haven't worked out in like 10 months, let's exa exaggerate, like probably not, you know, like I'm going to need a lot more insulin yeah. and you can only do so much with a machine, but yeah, yeah, I will wake up. So the, the cool thing about loop is that when it gives you extra insulin or when it gives you a bolus, it factors in the type of food you're eating. So let's say I'm having a banana there's actually like a little banana emoji I can choose. And that just stands for like a two hour absorption rate. And so the loop will actually predict your blood glucose, kind of like you were saying with your T-Slim. Yeah. Um, and just strengthen you more or less insulin. Holy cow. So yeah, if you're 200, it's going to start giving you a little more insulin. And then the the predicted blood glucose value, like it gives you a little graph actually. Hmm. Um, it'll start to change. Like if I've bolused incorrectly and told it I had 60 carbs, but I had 40, yeah. it'll, it'll back off and it'll start temping me lower. Oh, wow. Because I'll drop. That's incredible. Yeah. So, <laughs> does, okay. I have to ask, does that mean there's a magic button for pizza? Yes and no. There's <laughs> ah! <laughs> a pizza emoji. Yeah. Yes. Um, but... I still pre-bolus if I'm having some good like vegan pizza. Okay. I'm, I'm still nervous, but yeah, it does a really good job. So when you choose like the pizza emoji, it'll give you a four or five hour, I can't remember, um, absorption time. Yeah. And so it'll give you a bolus up front and then start temping your basal higher. It knows like, okay, you need extra insulin for real. <laughs> wow. That is so cool. Um, so you said that there's different buttons you push for different foods. Is there something like that for different activities, like throughout the day or night? Let's say you're going to work out versus you're going to go, I don't know, walk around the mall or something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an exercise function and it allows you to set, um, a workout glucose target. So let's say all day on my targets, like 80. Well, my workout glucose target is like 130 to 180. And I can set a range like that. And so you can set that for one hour or two hours or just like indefinitely until you turn it off. And that's 
super helpful when I run or yeah, if I'm at the mall, cause walking drops me so quickly. <laughs> oh, I know you're talking about that before, how it seems like walking is the most effective way to bring blood sugars down even more so than actually running or going for a workout. Yeah, for sure. It's wild. So do you ever go low or high? Is that like a thing of the past for you or just significantly reduced? Yeah, I would say significantly reduced. Um, but I've noticed that most of my lows are related to my own error. Like I'll still, I don't know. Yeah. I'll still put in some fake carbs. Like, yeah, I'm not perfect. So, <laughs> okay. You know, if I'm like 160 and I'm like, I don't think that predicted blood glucose is right. <laughs> then I'm like, let's add 30 carbs. And then I'm like, 50. and I'm like, no, oh, no. <laughs> listen. The, uh, the rage bull is coming back to bite you in the butt. I definitely have been there. Yeah. So I think there's, there's a learning curve, but I think it was, I mean, it was pretty easy for me to just close the loop and trust it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of. There are so many, yeah, so many ways to customize it. Hmm. Like you can, you can choose your suspend threshold and you can change your basal rates, which the algorithm takes into account. Wow. Um, carb ratio and insulin sensitivity of course so that is so cool um you mentioned closing the loop is you had chatted earlier about open loop versus closed loop what do those mean yeah so if you're okay you set up loop <laughs> and then you, you have a little you have a little button i feel like i keep saying that but you really do have all these little easy buttons to use so love it um you can leave it um, open. And so that is basically just suggesting, like, if you don't want it to make changes on its own, it'll suggest, Hey, I want to give you a basal rate of like three units because you ate that pizza. And then you can choose that, um, versus it changing it itself when you close the loop. That's awesome. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. And then which do you choose? I'm assuming your closed loop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, ooh, do I trust this? You know, like day one and day right. two. And I was like, I am so tired of looking at this. It seems <laughs> super accurate. And oh, that's the exact same way that I responded to Dexcom G6. I was so used to poking my fingers all the time. I was like, I don't know if I can trust a CGM. And then by day two, I'm like, it's exactly correct every <laughs> single time. Why am I still stabbing myself? <laughs> yeah. So is there any um, kind of like support community or group for loopers? Oh yeah. So I think the biggest one is on Facebook. There is a group called Looped and even one for the UK. And so that's where if I have any issue, I'm searching in that Facebook group. And there are quite a few loopers on Instagram and that's how I found out about it. Wow. So, so it's just a bunch yeah. of people that are ready to help you out. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> They're amazing. Is it difficult to set up the algorithm initially? No. So it sounds like you're doing a bunch of coding, right. but it's really like paste, like write one word. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. And so I think something super cool as well is like, you've talked about how the motto is sort of like, we are not right. waiting. And the loop itself was set up by people just doing this in their spare time. And they still do. And that's outrageous to me that they give back in that way because they've created something so incredible and so ahead of of all the technology right like loop was here before the 670g yeah. for a lot of people and little kids are using it and yeah there's just 
so many benefits. Uh, it's incredible what people have put together just for the common good and not for any you know singular benefit of their own and just giving back. It's such a great community to be a part of. Um, but like you said, it wasn't initially, actually it still isn't approved for use uh, by the FDA. So I know for me, when I first heard about it, I was a little bit hesitant and ended up not going with it because part of me wants to play it safe and do things that are approved. You know, I don't want to put myself in danger, but the other part of me was obviously curious and, you know, okay, this is going to make life a lot easier. Hypothetically, these people are doing it and they love it. So did you have any initial hesitation because of that? Oh, of course, of course. And so even, I mean, especially talking to my mom about it, she was like, are you crazy? <laughs> and are you um, but I think just like doing a little bit of research on like how long it's been around and how long it took them to develop this and how much work they put into making sure it's safe is, yeah, is what sold me. And I think a lot of my initial fear was kind of like more about the machine and how smart it was, like the loop system itself. Um, not so much if it would make like yeah, like not so much if it would malfunction, if that makes yeah. sense. And do you have like an average cost that you can tell our listeners if they're like, I want to get it, but I don't know how much it costs. Is there like a run of the mill price for everything? Hmm. No. So it sort of depends on how you get your pump. But if you get it for free, then if you find one lying around, then really the only costs are the Riley link, which is $150 and sold online <laughs> and the you will need like um the mac software the app it's called xcode hmm. um and that's where you plug in all the code and copy paste like i said and so that is a hundred dollars a year hmm. but i know some of us have lent our xcode to other people and hooked up. <laughs> i love it yeah yeah it's like so you mentioned too. Mac. Is this only an Apple product then? Or can it be used on Android phones as well? You can use what's called Open APS on Android uh, um, or Android APS, which is honestly even a more sophisticated version of Loop that I really don't know very much about. But every, lots of people are doing it and it's wow. possible. Um, on that note, does Looping work with like Night Scout or uh, Dexcom app itself, or is there a specific like uh, CGM app you have to use? Let me look in my settings. Um, I use my Dexcom okay. app. However, I know there's a couple of ones out there. You can like Spike set it to and Night Scout. Right, and so I think you're gonna need whatever app you have for your CGM data okay. for sure. However, if you want to set up out to understand like when you're putting in carbs and read all of that data, you can. And so I think, I mean, this is getting deep, deep into <laughs> looping, but yeah, like, you know how you go to your endo and you adjust right. your basal rates. Well, there's a way to like have night scout edit your settings Whoa. for you. Because it like calculates what's going on. And I know, I know some people have done that. Um, oh my that, goodness. Yeah. It's like robots said, are taking over, but like, for the greater good. <laughs> I know. So yeah, I think I just want to make that clear is that like, I feel like sometimes when I talk about loop, it sounds super advanced, but I'm doing the minimum, yeah. you know, like 
it's awesome. That is incredible. So what are your favorite benefits in starting the loop? Like what's the, what sticks out? Yeah, I think like, Ooh, I think like you talked about, um, definitely yeah. sleep. It's just, it's unmatched. I still can't believe it. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking sleep's hard a now. big one. It's funny um, because, you know, as diabetics are always like, Oh, focus on your nutrition and focus on your exercise and blood sugars, a one C. But then every diabetic's like, I just want to sleep. And it's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the number one. I, I hate having to wake up at night because <laughs> of blood sugars. Right. Oh man. Right. Yeah. So I could see that being the, the top benefit of looping. That's a huge thing. That's been my favorite part about Basil IQ. It's like, yes, I can go to sleep and stay asleep. Okay. What about yeah. like a pros and cons list? I don't want you to have to bash looping, but are there any cons? Is there anything that you're like, I wish they would improve that? Okay. Okay. I'm sitting in silence here. Oh yeah. Think um, it over. Okay. This is a, a big one. Um, I think the biggest con right now is just the fact that it only works with an old Medtronic pump because you face like accessibility issues and I want my Omnipod back, yeah. you know, but I, the benefits of loop itself outweigh my desire for Omnipod. So I'm super excited that they're working on coming out with the open Omni as they call it. And I know they're, they're getting pretty Are close. They? So yeah, we talked about that last time, how they've begun to crack the code behind the Omnipod. I believe it was that they were able to deliver a bolus from the phone. Is that right? For sure. Yeah. And I think that's, pretty far into what they need to be doing from what I understand because that means they have like the whole app set up for it and they know what to do with the code but very very exciting I know that Medtronic is still working on improving their whole uh what do they call it the closed loop I guess (laughs) and then you've got the old Medtronics working with looping like what you're using Omnipod's working on Open Omni, and then Tandem's working on Control IQ. So ultimately, and this is my dearest hope, is that soon every pumper is going to have access to closed loop, no matter if they want to go through the FDA or not, right? So right now there's a looping community, which is, we are not waiting. It's incredible. And people are just breaking through barriers, discovering new things, making life easier as a diabetic. It's absolutely astonishing. But then on top of that, the companies that are heading up insulin pumps like Tandem, Medtronic, and Omnipod, they're also working towards this closed loop system because they had recognized how important it is for us to have our blood sugars in range and to not have it be at the forefront of our minds every second of every day. Because as you know, diabetes is a 24-hour thing, you know? It's always in your mind. And I mean, I'm assuming that from your experience, it's been a little bit less of a priority because you know your pump's taking care of it. Not less of a priority, that's the wrong word, but less of a bother. Does that sound like it's true for you? Yeah, yeah, and that's like a perfect segue too because I think the limitation now with these systems and as we advance even more, but especially with Loop, is like the insulin absorption time. Like insulin is not fast enough to keep up these systems now. And so I got a sample of FIOSP and it Ooh, was incredible. Tell us about that. That but, was my next step too. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, I think it took, I mean, yeah, it allows me to be, I don't want to say like lazy, yeah. but I do have to think a lot less 
about That's it. That's awesome. How was the the fiasp? It doesn't have to be a long answer. I'm just curious. Was it as fast as they say it is? Oh no! Incredible, incredible. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, like it's noticeable. It's not like crazy, and I didn't experience any lows mm-hmm. with it. Um, and I still gave it like five minutes before I ate, which I. I don't know. That's kind of like against their recommendation. They recommend that you bolus oh, after wow. you eat. But um, no, yeah. And did you have Fiasp in your pump or were you back on injections for that? Yeah, I oh, used in my wow. pump with loop. There's a, yeah. I've yeah. heard some, uh, some not scary stories, but people are always hesitant to put Fiasp in the pump because of its fast acting nature and it changes the way that basils are calculated. But the fact that you were able to use a loop, that's awesome. I'm so excited about that. Right. So that's why I think I was hesitant with my first answer is like, I didn't have to change my basils. Oh, wow. But, but it did work faster. That's so so. cool. So Mm -hmm. let's see what else I got for you. If somebody wants to become a looper because they've heard your amazing podcast on why looping is the best thing ever, how would they do that? Yeah, I would say first step is to Google loop docs and sort of read through that, sort of just get a feel for what it is um, and definitely reach out to somebody you know that's looping. That can be like me or Eric Dowds or the Beaties. Um, <laughs> Talk <laughs> to like the Beaties. I love that username. But awesome. I know he's amazing too. So yeah, just reach out. Um, yeah, I'm sure we've all thought of the same concerns that anybody has regarding looping. So Absolutely. So yeah, for anybody listening uh, that does want more information, Marie, what is your username on Instagram? (laughs) It's nerds can fight. I love it. Where did that come from? Oh my goodness. That's funny. Um, It is just like a joke from middle school with my best friend. (laughs) It doesn't (laughs) even have like a, it doesn't even have like a good story. (laughs) Well, it's very catchy and I love it. So if anybody has questions about looping, you can reach out to Marie. She is an amazing person on Instagram. She's uh, a light in the community and she's definitely a leader in the looping community as well. So um, as you can tell, she's very knowledgeable on everything with looping. So, uh, I mean, I'm assuming I'm okay to say that they can reach out to you. (laughs) Just go ahead and tell them. (laughs) Visit me all the time, anybody. I'm just like, everybody go talk to Marie. And she's like, like, oh, no. Looping or not, whatever you need. (laughs) Yeah, looping, marathons, whatever it is, Marie's got you. So, Marie, is there anything else that you'd want to share with our listeners? Any loop-related things or not? Anything you're just like, oh, make sure you stop and smell the flowers. That's cool, too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a hard question. Because there's so much to say. Um, oh, you will be remembered for what you say right now. Oh, goodness. Stop. <laughs> um, no, I mean, first of all, thank you. And thank you for what you've done in this community as well. Super awesome. And thank you for allowing me to be part of your World Diabetes Day video. That was super cool. Oh, that was cool. a fun one. I'm so yeah. happy with how that turned out. Yeah, everybody should go watch that. But no, I think, yeah, on on kind of like a note of what you said, like, just get out, um, get outside and just like move your body because endorphins are incredible and it helps with everything. We spend so much of our time like thinking about diabetes, but super, super good to have healthy little breaks. I love it. That 
That's amazing you can't put that on the spot. That's some solid advice right there. Get out, move, enjoy life, and don't let diabetes rule your world. I love it. Um, yeah, and, oh, so and if anybody, yeah, for sure. Um, if anybody wants to see the video that Marie is talking about that she is in, um, <laughs> it's on FTF Warriors YouTube. And uh, I believe it's called We Are Warriors. And it was for uh, National Diabetes Awareness Month. So go check that out. Go check Marie out on Instagram and uh, hit her up if you got some questions about looping. Thank you so much, Marie, for coming on. You have opened up our world to looping and uh, given us a ton of excellent info that, honestly, I didn't know a lot about. So I was, I'm very thankful to have you on here. Thank you so much. I hope it made sense in some way. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it did. And uh, you've, I'm sure you've helped a lot of people, at least giving them um, an idea that there are other options that if they don't want to wait, they don't have to. They can jump on looping right now. So thank you so much. It was an incredible time. It's been an incredible time talking to you. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you do in the future. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Woo! <laughs>